Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Really glad you're here today. So I wanted to share an experience that I had with my husband the other day. We were talking about this month of April, and we were comparing our calendars and all the things that we had to do in the month of April. And it's a lot. Each of us have a lot going on in at work, in my business, church responsibilities, and in our personal life. And as we were comparing this, I expressed to him that, you know what, for the first time in a very long time, I don't feel anxious. I don't feel overwhelmed. I'm not feeling a lot of stress about it. In fact, I'm feeling pretty excited about it, pretty energized about all these things. And he looked at me and was a little surprised. I can tell because that is not how I normally um, feel. And it this is because of coaching. This is what coaching has done for me over the last several years. It has gotten me to the point that I can actually put a pause on that anxiety and overwhelm, and I can actually put things in perspective. And let me tell you, friends, I love this aspect. I love what coaching has done for me, and I know that it can do the same for you. All right, let's get started. So last week, I was on a business coaching call when one of the coaches on that call shared a few successes that she has had recently with her business and her goals. But it was interesting because right after she shared these things, she made the comment, well, but it really doesn't count because, and then she started naming off all these reasons. She said that she thought it was just a fluke. She was actually discounting all the positive things that had happened in her business and with her goals. Her brain was actually going straight to the negative and finding all kinds of evidence to support the fact that she thought it was just a fluke. Now, discounting the positive is actually another sneaky thought distortion that I wanted to talk to you about today. We're going to discuss what this looks like and the two main reasons we fall into this way of thinking. Then I will give you eight tips to break this thought habit. All right, are you ready? Let's go. So discounting the positive means that we reject all positive experiences because we don't feel like they count or our brain tells us that they are simply not true. We can see this really, um, it becomes really evident when we receive compliments. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. So while my kids were all at home um, and growing up, a lot of times I would compliment them. Hey, you look fantastic today, or wow, you did a really nice job out there, or this and that and the other. And inevitably, inevitably, 
they would look at me and they would say, oh, mom, you're just saying that. You have to say that because you're our mother. (laughs) And that's not true at all. I was actually complimenting them, but they went straight to discounting that compliment, discounting the positive. Or maybe you've had, um, you've had thoughts like this when somebody has complimented you. Oh, he's just being nice. Or, oh, she's just trying to make me feel better. Or here's, what, here's a favorite of mine. They wouldn't say that if they knew the real me. Have you ever had those thoughts? (laughs) Or maybe when something positive happens in your life, you have that thought that, oh, it's just a fluke. This really shouldn't have happened. And immediately look for all the evidence why. Now, if these thoughts sound familiar, believe me, I totally understand. In fact, I wasn't even aware that this type of thinking was a thought distortion until I started looking for solutions to ease my own anxiety. And it was through coaching and my own research that I've come to understand how my brain used to think like this automatically. Having a coach show me has been a key to helping me overcome this type of thinking. So right now, I want to take a minute and I want you to answer the following questions. Now, if you want to write these answers down, great. If not, no worries. Just answer them in your head. But I want you to really think about them. Okay, one, question number one. When somebody, something positive happens to me, what is my first reaction or thought? Now take a moment and write that down. The second question is, when someone pays me a compliment, how do I usually respond? How do I feel when these things happen to me? And now I want you to ask yourself, why? Now I'm going to warn you that when you answer these questions truthfully, you will be surprised at what they will reveal to you. Now, I believe, and I am not alone in this belief, that there are two main reasons that we discount the positive. Reason number one, you have a low sense of self-worth or confidence at the moment. Reason number two, you are afraid. Now, let's talk about both of those. So when others compliment you and you discount it by pointing out something negative, you are really conveying your belief about your own worth, your own self-confidence. Over time, you may have created the habit of believing that you don't have much worth or much value. And maybe you believe that you aren't very talented or smart or that you're not attractive or appealing. And maybe you believe that you really don't have anything special and will never contribute anything important in this world. So when someone compliments you on any of these things, you just don't believe that they're true. Your brain automatically discounts it because of the habit of not believing this could actually be true about you. Now, sometimes we might have the thought that if we accept the compliment given, that you might be viewed as arrogant or conceited instead of being humble. 
And we think that in order to be humble, we have to deny the belief that we do have value or worth. Now, let me be clear. This is not humility. Being humble means being void of pride and a sense of superiority. Being humble means that we recognize and acknowledge not only our own worth and value, but everyone else's worth and value as well. And having a sure knowledge of everyone's worth and value actually brings peace and confidence into our lives. Now, the second reason is fear. It's based out of fear. I really like how fellow life coach Teresa Jones puts it. She says this, and let me, I'm paraphrasing. If we were to accept a compliment or recognize and celebrate the positive, then it might mean that we would have to leave our comfort zone. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, maybe you have developed the habit of thinking that you weren't pretty or talented or capable of experiencing success in your life. And this may cause you to feel fear. You are afraid that maybe you really are capable of success or recognizing your worth, that you really do have worth and value, and that you are capable of feeling confident. And if that is true, then what will come next? Our comfort has not has been not thinking very highly of ourselves or the good things that happen to us. And if we break free from that, it can be a scary thing. It will require us to perform, if you will, at a higher level, a level that we have never been before. Now, as I say this, you are probably thinking, what? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard of because this way of thinking happens without our realizing it most of the time. This is why having a coach is so very important. A coach can really help you see what is really behind this type of thinking to really point out that maybe you really are feeling fear. Now, remember a few months ago, I talked about belonging to the Yes But Club (laughs) that was coined by Becky Craven where we fall into a negative perspective trap. We deny ourselves of recognizing our worth and celebrating when good things happen. Instead, we discount that positive by saying yes, but, and try to point out or think in our brain all the evidence that this person could be wrong. And when we discount the positive, we're actually solidifying our membership in the Yes But Club. So now that we understand what discounting the positive is, how can we break free from this way of thinking? I want to share eight tips briefly here to get you started. And when you coach with me one-on-one, we can dive deeper into these tips so that you can actually break this thought habit once and for all. All right, tip number one, be aware of when this happens. Does this type of thinking happen when someone gives you a compliment or when something positive happens to your life? I want you to really notice that. When do you discount the positive? And I want you to identify, number two, identify how you usually respond. And number three, ask yourself why. 
Now, these are the same questions I asked earlier on in the podcast, but they are so important. They will reveal why your brain goes automatically to discounting the positive. Now, number four, develop the belief of your true worth and value. I want you to know that every one of us on this earth has infinite worth for the simple fact that we are children of God. And I love how Boyd K. Packer says to fix that truth in your mind and hold on to it <laughs> because it is true, my friends. Dallin H. Oak says, be careful how you characterize yourself. Don't characterize yourself or define yourself by some temporary quality. The only single quality that should characterize us is that we are a son or a daughter of God. That fact transcends all other characteristics, including race, occupation, physical characteristics, honors, or even religious affiliation. And our worth to God never, ever changes. Our worth was determined before we ever came to earth. We are everything to God. God's love for us is infinite and eternal. We don't have to earn it. God wants us to see ourselves and others as he sees us. And that was a quote by Joy D. Jones. Now, another quote that I just love is this. We cannot gauge the worth of another soul any more than we can measure the span of the universe. And this is the part I love. Every person we meet is a VIP to God. Once we understand that, we can begin to understand how we should treat our fellow man and, I would add, ourselves. And that was from one of my favorite speakers, Dieter F. Uchtdorf. Oh, I love hearing him speak. But this is so true. Understanding that you have worth, you have value simply because you are a child of God. Number five, turn off that critical voice that says, yes, but because it is wrong. It is just wrong wrong. Remember that group coaching call that I was on (laughs) that I shared at the beginning of the podcast? Well, it was really quite funny because our coach simply looked at my fellow coach who was discounting all the positive and she just looked and said, no, that's wrong. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, it was pretty funny because as a coach, we don't usually point that out. But because we were all coaches on this call, she was able to just be that critical voice and she was able to tell that critical voice that it was wrong. So how can we turn that critical voice off? We can do this by giving ourselves self-affirmations, reminding ourselves that we are children of Heavenly Father. We have infinite worth. Put sticky note reminders with new beliefs about your worth and the one thing you love about yourself or one positive thing that has happened to you that day. All right, number six, when good things or positive things happen, 
celebrate those wins and tell your negative yes but brain to take a back seat. I want you to argue with it. Yes, you heard me. Argue with it. Instead of saying, oh, it was just luck that I was able to accomplish this, that, and the other, recognize that the effort and the preparation that went into accomplishing whatever you did or said is why it turned out so positively. And celebrate it. Always take the time to celebrate it. Number seven. If you fear what this may mean, such as change or success, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. What is scary about success? And why do I feel afraid to change? What is the downside of success and change? And then what is the upside? Ask yourself those questions and see if you can if you can really get a handle on why you might be afraid. Number 8, visualize. This is such an important exercise and one that I have been doing quite a bit. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize yourself the way you want to see yourself. And how do you want to feel about you? What does a confident you look like and act like? And how would this person face those fears? I want you to remember this. You are unique. You are one of a kind, made of eternal intelligence, which gives you claim upon eternal life. Let there be no question in your mind about your value as an individual. The whole intent of God's plan is to provide an opportunity for each of us to reach our fullest potential. That was a quote given by Spencer W. Kimball, another one of my favorite, favorite speakers. So friends, if you find yourself wanting to get rid of the habit of discounting the positive, then get on my calendar and let me coach you through this. Let's change this thought habit for good. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Don't forget to look for the positive and the good things that come your way this next week. Embrace them and celebrate them and tell me about them. I would love to hear. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.